greetings and a warm welcome to today's episode of the word breakdown podcast it's your host once again alexander Quinu, and i'm excited and delighted to be here to share with you the word of the lord if today is your first time listening to the word breakdown podcast you're welcome if you're already a listener of the word breakdown podcast welcome back once again please do well to share the link do well to spread the gospel do well to share the word of the lord with your colleague at work with your neighbor with your friends with your family members and god will continue to bless you we are going to discuss certain things that we need to do and some kind of mindsets that we need to have as children of god and it's my prayer that the lord will speak through me and the holy spirit will give you the understanding will give you the mind to comprehend you enlighten the eyes of your understanding that the word that will come to you today will be understood and will be at work in your life we are going to take a look at philippians chapter 2 philippians chapter 2 the book of philippians was written by paul and timothy or timotheus who were both servants of jesus christ and it was written to the saints which were or which are in philippi and in the verse 2 in verse 1 of chapter 2 of the book of philippians the bible says that if there be any consolation in christ if any comfort of love if any fellowship of the spirit if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind let nothing be done through strife or vain glory but in loneliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others before we continue i want to first start from verse one and try to break it down and try to let us have some kind of understanding and with this letter that was written to the church at philippi or the saints at philippi the bible says that if therefore be any consolation in christ if any comfort 
of love if any fellowship of the spirit if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind there is some kind of connection between the verse number one and the verse number two of philippians chapter two and what paul was conveying here the information that he was giving to the saints the knowledge he was trying to impart into them was a kind of knowledge where he had to make this separation between verse number one and verse number two so paul here is saying that if there be any consolation in christ if there is any encouragement in christ if the life that you live in christ makes you strong if any comfort of love or if you have found the love of christ that comforts you if any fellowship of the spirit if you have found or if you have this fellowship with the spirit of god while you find yourself in christ and if any bowels and mercies or if you have found any kindness and compassion or kindness and mercies in christ then fulfill this joy that i have in me that ye be like-minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind so paul is saying that i have this joy in me and i want this joy to be fulfilled by you the saints doing this and he is trying to make them understand in verse 1 and verse 2 verse 1 mainly talks about what christ did for us and verse 2 downwards makes us understand what we can also do for christ so paul is saying here that if you have found any encouragement in christ it means that when you came to christ that is when you found that encouragement when you came to christ that is when you found that comfort of love when you came into christ that is when you found that fellowship of the spirit when you came into christ that is when you found the kindness and compassion and mercy in christ you did not work for it it was the working of christ it was as a result of what he did 
but now there is something else that you need to do there is a joy that i have and the joy that i have is because i have found all these things that i have made mention of in chapter in verse one i have found the encouragement i have found the comfort of love i have found the fellowship of the spirit and i have found the mercies and i found the affection but there is something that goes beyond that there are things that goes beyond what christ did for you on the cross there are things that goes beyond that because what christ did for you on the cross is one thing but after you have received the cross after you have received christ there is something else that you need to do and that is you availing yourself and giving yourself doing something else for christ so he is encouraging them that fulfill this joy that i have in me this knowledge that i have in me this education that i have received after receiving christ and after receiving everything that i got in christ i came to an understanding of being like-minded with my fellow brethren of having the same love and being in one accord and of one mind and i want you to fulfill this joy that i have in me i want you to come to the knowledge that i have received i want you to grow up from where you are to a different level so fulfill this joy make me happy let me know that you are growing and you have left that level that you found you found yourself in two days ago and paul continues to help them understand you know before i continue there is one thing about the salvation that we received from god and this salvation that we received from god it's a serious matter it's something that we need to hold dear so in paul's submission in as much as he was encouraging them that there are things that you need to receive in christ but it doesn't end there after you have received these things after you have experienced these things you also need to do certain things in order for you to mature and when we talk about the gifts of salvation the gift that god gave to us it is a gift like no other and in first peter chapter 1 verse 10 to 12 the bible makes us understand that of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you searching what or what manner of time the spirit of christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of christ 
and the glory that should follow unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the holy ghost sent down from heaven which things the angels desire to look into so we are we there is an understanding here the salvation that we have received the salvation that we enjoy now the salvation that was given to us as a gift the bible says that it was concerning the salvation that the prophets the prophets of old they made careful search and investigation and they prophesied about this gift which god will give to us so it means that the prophets of old elijah elisha jeremiah isaiah moses all these prophets they saw they knew they heard about this salvation they heard about this gift of god and even to the extent of prophesying about it but while they were still doing this work they carefully searched and investigated and the reason they did that in verse 11 the good news bible says that they tried to find out when the time would be and how it would come this was the time to which christ's spirit in them was pointing in predicting the suffering that christ would have endured and the glory that would follow god revealed to these prophets that their work was not for their benefit but for yours so the 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 works of these prophets what they were prophesying about what they were seeing what they were hearing about christ and his suffering and the glory that was going to be attained after that these prophets wanted to see it they wanted to experience it they wanted to enjoy it as well but god he revealed to them that what they were doing what they were seeing the prophecies that they were given out it was not for their own benefit it wasn't for them to experience the death and resurrection of christ it wasn't for them to experience the salvation that christ came to exhibit on this earth but it was for the benefit of you and i and the bible says as they spoke about these things which you have now heard from the messengers who announced the good news by the power of the spirit of the holy spirit sent from heaven these are things which even the angels would like to understand the salvation the gifts of god is a thing that angels in heaven angels in heaven would like to understand and 
it shows how great this gift is how precious this gift is if angels who are in heaven want to understand and want to know the salvation the gift that was given to man oh my god so we get to understand how precious this salvation is and paul in the book of philippians chapter 2 verse 1 he's saying that in this salvation in this man called christ you will find an encouragement you will find the comfort of love you will find the fellowship of of the spirit you will find mercies and you will find affection you will find compassion but in as much as you find all these things don't let it end there don't let it end there the salvation doesn't end there after receiving all these things when you come into christ you also need to play a part you also need to do something so he says fulfill this joy that i have have this knowledge that i have received experience what i have also gotten and he's saying that be like-minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind in verse 3 he says that let nothing be done through strife or vain glory but in loneliness of mind let each esteem other better than, than themselves look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others and there is one thing that i've come to understand in this kingdom there is one thing that god expects from us there are things that god expects from us and even to the slightest to the smallest detail god expects us even in our speech he expects us to do things in a peculiar way that when things are even good for you you don't have to boast you don't have to hit your chest you don't have to see yourself above other people even in your speech you need to esteem others with loneliness of mind esteem others better than yourselves no matter how good you are no matter how great you are no matter how smart you are no matter how strong you are paul is saying that with loneliness of mind esteem others better than yourselves and when you tell a man that you are better than me in all areas or in this area and that area it is for your own benefit 
because this is a statement that God expects from you whether the man believes it or not that is up to him but no matter how smart you are no matter how intelligent or strong you are there are statements that God expects from you no matter how rich you are there are statements that God expects from you so Paul continues in his submission and he says let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus so he is now coming to explain something to the saints he is now coming to tell them about a certain mindset that Jesus had about how Jesus carried himself when he came on earth and he says let this mind let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God he thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men so Paul is making them understand and he's saying that when Jesus came on this earth he had a certain mindset and I want you to adopt this mindset I want you to have this mindset in you I want you to also think like Jesus did and he says let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God so Jesus knew that he had the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God he didn't see it to be a wrong thing to be equal with God he didn't see it to be a bad thing to be equal with God he didn't see it to be something strange to be equal with God but he made himself of no reputation although he knew he was in the form of God and he thought it not to be a wrong thing he made himself of no reputation he made himself of no reputation and took upon the f- and, and took upon him the form of a servant so now paul is saying that when jesus christ came on earth he had the form of god he thought it not robbery to be equal with god so it means that he knew in his mind that yes i'm equal with god 
but he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant so the taking upon himself the form of a servant and being made in the likeness of men amounted to him being of no reputation so this is jesus before the cross this is jesus living his life on earth this is jesus having the form and the likeness of a man and of a servant and the bible says that he made himself of no reputation so in as much as he was god once he taught it not robbery and once he taught it not robbery to be equal with god and once he took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man he had no other reputation the reputation of god was no longer there the reputation of man was not there either because man has no reputation without jesus without the cross without your salvation you have no reputation you are no one and you can never be anyone but with jesus you have a reputation with jesus you have something that you can boast about with jesus you are somebody with jesus you are someone in the kingdom and in this world when you when you read the life stories of the great men in the bible when you read the story of abraham the story of moses the story of saul the story of david and so on you realize that before these men had an encounter with the lord they were no one before abraham had an encounter with the lord who was abraham before moses had an encounter with the lord who was moses before Saul had an encounter with the Lord who was Saul before David had an encounter with the Lord who was David but after Abraham had an encounter with the Lord he became the father of all nations when Moses had an encounter with the Lord he became the deliverer for the children of Israel from the land of Egypt when Saul had an encounter with the Lord through the prophet Samuel he became a king and was anointed likewise David a shepherd boy when he had an encounter with the Lord through the prophet Samuel Oh my god he became a king and 
some may argue that these men were some were were these men were noble people in society even before they had an encounter with the lord moses was in the palace moses was the son to pharaoh or was like a son to pharaoh but paul is saying here that once you have taken upon the form of a servant and you have been made in the likeness of a man then you have no reputation you are no one but after you have taken on or after you have received christ or after you have been saved then you have a reputation then this mind that was in christ can be in you then you are no longer in the form of a servant or you are no longer in the likeness of a man and he goes on to say in verse 8 that and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient even unto death even the death of the cross so this was the son of god who was now a man and he thought it not robbery to be equal with god he made himself of no reputation and he took upon the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found like that seeing himself that way realizing that he is a man now he humbled himself and became obedient unto death as long as you are a man as long as you are in the form of a servant as long as you are in the likeness of a man you are humbled in the presence of death and you are obedient to death but christ conquered the grave christ came out of the grave he resurrected again and he conquered death and he was no longer now in the likeness of man he was no longer in the form of a servant now he was fully god and now he was able to work fully as a god he was able to overcome he was no longer humble to death he was no longer obedient to death now when we continue to read we will will understand something very soon the bible says even the death of the cross even the death of the cross so the death of the cross was one of the most shameful deaths during that time and like a thief who goes to steal that was the punishment that was meted out to them and the bible says wherefore because of what he has done because he had stripped off 
because he was now in the likeness of a man and in the form of a servant and he humbled himself and he he was obedient to death even the death of the cross now god has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every other name that at the name of jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that jesus christ is the lord to the glory of god the father so now because of what christ did because he was now in the form of a man in the likeness of a servant because he humbled himself because he was obedient even unto death now god highly exalted him above every other thing and gave him a name that is above every other name and even death is a name sickness is a name the grave is a name and now when christ came out when he was highly exalted and he was given that name jesus that name that was given to him was a sign that death was no longer going to command or instruct the man jesus death had no power over the man jesus death no longer could contain him because now the name jesus was above death the name jesus was above the grave the name jesus was above the world the name jesus was above the devil and the bible says that that at the name of jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth so no matter where that thing is no matter where that thing is found once it is a name once it has a name it is found below the name of jesus because that name is above and there is something profound that i want to explain here i want you to understand this that everything that has a name has a knee so at the mention of the name jesus death which is a name has a knee and at that point that the name jesus is mentioned death bows down before the name jesus and someone will want to understand the name jesus was on him from the time he was born till the time he died and even till now the name jesus is still being mentioned so why will god give him a name that is above every other name after he had died and that was the glory that was the glory that the prophets wanted to experience that was the glory that the angels in heaven want to understand so now paul is saying that 
Jesus Christ has been given a name that is above every other name, that at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee should bow. Child of God, know this and understand. The name Jesus has power. You operate from the name Jesus. You don't just speak the name Jesus, but you operate from the name Jesus. And when you operate from the name Jesus, not just by mentioning the name Jesus, when you operate from that name, you speak and you mention the name of that situation. You mention the name of that peril. You mention the name of that trouble. You mention the name of that issue, of that problem that you find yourself in. And the knee bows down to the name Jesus. The knee bows down to the declaration that you have made. The knee bows down to what you have spoken, the decree that you have made. I leave you with this and I know that whatever that you are going to say from the name Jesus will be established. Know that the Lord loves you and I love you too. Until next time, have a blessed week. Shalom.